0: Hey guys, Bot Builder back um, for another, well, bonus episode of Console Chats Best and Worst of the Decade. Um, Yeah, this is just a little spin-off series to the Console Chats, and well, today, um, I'm going to be talking about, well, last time I did the top 3 best consoles of the 2010s, but for every good, there's a bad, and now I'm doing the top 3 worst consoles of the 2010s. Now... As I've said in the previous one, the 2010s is probably one of the best decades for gaming. There were tons of really good consoles out there, and not necessarily all the consoles on this list are bad. I just say that they are, well, the least good. Um, except for, well, one exception, but we will get to that one when we get to it. Um... Now, I do need to specify, of course, that this is indeed my opinion as well. This is There's going to be a lot of bias in these lists, and I'm basing it purely on my opinion. But I'm also trying to be as objective as I possibly can. Um, so, yeah, and also, don't forget the regular rules, like no add-ons, no open-source consoles, no online-only consoles. Um, not, none of that. Um, un- Unless the console used use to have its own original library... If it just has games that you can already play on other consoles and nothing else... Well... That ain't gonna be on there... So no Google Stadia... As terrible as that thing is... Um, I don't really class that as a console... I class that as like an online device thing... That sucks... Um, and obviously no add-ons... No educational consoles... None of that... So yeah... And, and also it's my opinion... So with that said... Um, let's just jump right into this list, and I feel that there are going to be quite a few um, controversial opinions in this list, um, especially when I just considered what number three is, because number three, oh god, I'm going to regret saying this, but in my opinion, the number three is the Xbox One. All right now, no, okay, 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 okay. Before you start raging at me, um, I actually have my reasons as to why I think this console is one of the weaker consoles of this. Decade of the twenty tens, um, and there are quite a few reasons why. For, for starters, um, the price point compared to the PlayStation Four, it 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 was a uh, at the start the PS Four costed three hundred quid at launch, whereas the Xbox One cost four hundred. Yeah, there was a one hundred quid price gap, like. I I mean, I know that's probably a minor nitpick to talk about, but like, I considered putting the Wii U in this placement, but the Wii U was priced relatively around the same price as the PS4, which was relatively quite competitive, whereas the Xbox One, it was like the most expensive thing out at the time, and not to mention the, 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 the promotional intro trailer that they showed off at E3 was a bit crap, let's just be real here. Like, they very barely focused on the games. They barely focused on it, and instead focused on, well, the other features of it. Now, okay, it's cool that it could play DVDs and also watch TV with it, but that's kind of like they're completely missing the point of what the console is meant to do in the first place, which is play video games. Honestly, the promotional thing was just terrible... And it honestly left me more confused than anything, because I was just like thinking, where's the gameplay? Where on earth's the gameplay? Like, okay, it's cool, we could do all these other things, but the first reason you buy the console is for the games. If it comes with all those other features, like that's fine, that's fine, but you need to at least discuss the games. Also, I'm not really a huge fan of the controllers either, Like, I prefer, I much prefer the PS4 controllers in every way. I honestly really dislike the Xbox One controllers. It doesn't feel comfortable at all. It feels too big in a way. Which is strange because I really like the Xbox 360 controllers, but this just doesn't feel right. It feels too big, it feels too clunky, the D-pad feels quite uncomfortable, and while it isn't the worst controller in the world, it's not really one I like to use that much. I much prefer the PS4 controller to this in every way, it's smaller, has a nice D-pad, the buttons feel nice, whereas this, it it just feels uncomfortable to me. Now, now, fortunately, the Xbox One is not a terrible system. It has, it has um, decent, decent enough exclusive games. I mean, it has Forza. So that's a that's a good game. Um, but most of the games on there, like the exclusive games, apart from Halo, Forza, and God of War, there just aren't really that many noticeable exclusives either. And most of the well, best games on the Xbox One you can buy for the PS4. I mean, compare this to the PS4, where where they have way more exclusive games, such, such as, well, um, Detroit Become Human, um, as well as um, Red Dead Redemption, um, which, which are two very, very good games, as well as others, which I haven't said, whereas the Xbox One, apart from Halo, Forza, and um, Gears of War, d- there just really isn't that much to talk about. And most and, mo- and most people get this console to play the FIFA games anyway. So that begs the question, why would you buy the more expensive alternative if you're not going to buy the exclusives for it? Like, granted, this may be biased, because I'm quite a big fan of the PlayStation and Nintendo, so this could be a lot of heavy bias, but I did contemplate heavily about where- which one should go in this, and I did consider the Wii U because... Objectively, the Wii U isn't the best, it's one of the weaker consoles of the decade. It was severely underpowered, and it was a tad bit overpriced as well for, for, for the power. It was priced the same as the PS4, but it was considerably weaker in power. But I decided against it just because, well, the Wii U had some really good exclusives, whereas the Xbox One, apart from those three games I mentioned, there really isn't a whole lot of exclusives that are really worth mentioning. They're not bad, but they're just not really that interesting. Or at least for me, anyway. I mean, you could find something what one man finds bad, another person could find, well, really good. And personally, I don't really care for the Xbox One. And while not caring for something in probably one of the best decades of video games... Unfortunately, it kind of places itself... It is just in the third worst for me of this decade. Although it's not a bad machine and I don't have an issue with people who have it. As I've said, this is just my personal opinion. And as I've said, there were so many fantastic consoles of this decade. Something had to go on the list of worst and this just kind of, well, took the bullet. So now we're moving on to number two um, of the World's Console of the 2010s. Um, this is going to go to the PS Vita. Okay, 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 okay. yeah. I know, I know the whole making fun of the PS Vita thing is kind of just a meme at this point, but, like, be real here. How many people actually remember this thing? <laughs> okay, okay. Maybe that's a bit too harsh, but, like, the PS Vita, It it's a decent handheld for the time, but it just felt like Sony t- did not care about this thing one bit it felt like they were they were focusing a lot more on the PS um the PS4 and because of that well um that kind of harms the system quite a lot um there really aren't that many noticeable games on this console um apart from the launch titles um There really isn't that much interesting here. Um, And also, it's not terrible, but it just sticks out like a sore thumb. Like, most of the other consoles Sony has made have at least exceeded 50 million units. They, um, in in fact, they are probably some of the best selling consoles of all time. They sell really well. Um, Whereas. Well, um, as for the PS Vita, that only shelved, well, four million units. And it's just so noticeable just how badly this console did compared to all the others. It got cancelled, well, it got discontinued um, relatively quickly for for a next-gen, modern Sony console. It sold not a whole lot for a Sony console, and many of the games are just not, really worth mentioning apart from well the exclusives such as gravity rush um do i still recommend buying it i would recommend buying it because fortunately this console does have a store and you can buy playstation one games in hd and play them on the go which is which is actually kind of handy and as i said it isn't a bad console which just compared to everything else that came out of the decade this console just sticks out like a sore thumb like people talk about how the Wii U flopped and stuck out like a sore thumb, but the Vita In a sea of well, the other Sony consoles, which are some of the best selling consoles of all time we just get this thing, which could only shelve over like four million units, and it's just so noticeable. It's like just it's like it's just like a bruise on someone's arm. You're gonna notice it, and it kinda just well kind of ruins most of the experience really so yeah that's kind of why I placed it on here not a terrible machine again as I've said but like compared to everything else in this decade it just wasn't the most fantastic let's just be real here Um, it although I still recommend do buying it because the store feature does does kind of make the console worth buying in my opinion And that is more than I can say for number one. And if you lot know anything about obscure, weird consoles, you should have known that this console is going to be number one as soon as I started this. Because the number one worst console of the 2010s is the Ouya. Do I even need to explain myself here? The Ouya, so much went wrong with this thing. Like... For starters, the console was priced at ninety nine quid, but the controller was fifty quid. So the controller is half the price of the actual console. That is quite a worrying sign, especially when you consider that the controllers are just not very good either. They were not they weren't the best made, considering how constantly the buttons got stuck. And and well, honestly, like when when a button gets stuck, it's annoying, but there's a reason for it, because the controller's often very old and have gone through lots of use. This, though, is a recent thing, and like when it first came out, people were having lots of issues with it getting stuck. Not to mention the packaging itself. This console was not very securely packaged. In fact, when you open it, it can very easily come out. Like, the controller and the console itself can very easily come out. Um, and they were trying to, well, put in some innovative features like a touchpad on the controller, despite the fact that PlayStation, um, already had one. Most of the games are not notable at all. Um, like, like, seriously, I've never even heard of a single game on this system. And to be honest, have you really either? Most of the exclusives most of the exclusives felt like mobile games to begin with anyway. Um, and and just the final kick in the teeth, the whole point of this console was to have games that will be free to play. But after the first year, they put on a price point. They, 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 they put on a price point after the first year. Yeah, no, I am I am being serious, they, they actually did that, defeating the entire point of the console, that's like if they made it so the Wii didn't have motion controls, they decided to ditch the entire purpose of the thing, now granted that's probably due to free to play things not being a great idea, but it was still kind of the whole point of the thing, most people and considering this was a kickstarter console most people didn't even get the console when it when it was well, shipped out despite paying for the kickstarter everything about this console is just a disaster it had a terrible controller terrible launch a terrible idea they had to ditch and well not really that many interesting games i think it's honestly quite safe to assume that this is Probably the worst console that came out of this decade. It was not very good. But the funniest part is is that. Compared to. The worst consoles of other decades. This console is like. God. It is like. Really good compared to most of the other bad consoles. We've gotten in the previous decades. Which is why I wanted to get the 2010s out of the way first. Because that. Probably has the best selection of consoles out of all the decades. Only the are I can call bad, and even then, isn't atrociously bad. What will be atrociously bad are the bad consoles we'll be talking about in the worst of the 2000s, but we won't be getting onto that as well. Next time, will be the best consoles of the 2000s. Another one of my favourite decades is one I've lived through, um, as I was born in 2004. Um, I have lived through it, um, being born in the mid-2000s, and I do have many of the consoles from this decade. Um, So yeah, that should be a fun one, Um, and yeah, that kind of does it for this uh, mini-bonus thing. Um, I know quite a few of you are going to disagree with me, um, but oh well. And until then, though, um, the Bot Builder, out.